this is what I want to happen between me and Bob Belcher. Okay. One night after the diner is closed and the kids are in bed, I'd sit on the countertop and watch him prepare a new recipe. (laughs) He'd look at me and smile, but we'd stay largely silent, listening to Fleetwood Mac or maybe Heart. Solid. I'd go upstairs and come back down with a special present. Bob won't notice at first. He'd be so focused on figuring out a new burger, but then he'd glance up to make sure I was still there and see me with my hands and a new application of red lipstick. (laughs) He'd immediately stop what he was doing and come to me. He'd reach behind me and pull the from my hands. You've warmed it up for me, he'd say. (laughs) Oh, God, Bob! (laughs) Bob, what are you like? (laughs) Hi, I'm Vim. And I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Thirst Aid Kit. Woohoo! Nicole, uh, this week we are talking about something that is perhaps uh, a little bit niche, Mm -hmm. except not that niche because Mm -hmm. we've all watched these things and they're a part of our lives. But we are talking about animated characters in particular Mm -hmm. this week. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's that's a broad church. It is. And it's also kind of, you know... kind of fucks with you because you're kind of like am i attracted to this cartoon Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. not just a fictional character but something that is like just straight up not existing right right but of course animated characters come in different forms and different shapes and different colors and different species yes (laughs) (laughs) so like i said broad broad church Mm -hmm. Um, and there's so much to unpack in why we fancy what we fancy and who we fancy what we fancy and also i think there's a very clear line to say that sometimes when we're talking about what we fancy it doesn't necessarily mean we want to fuck the thing (laughs) right exactly and and, you know particularly since so many of these images come to us in children's works right right that's a very good point that's a really good point I don't think there was ever a time I was watching a Disney film as a child and I was like oh man I can't wait to grow up and fuck this crap right like that wasn't (laughs) Sebastian whatever do you mean Uh, but no so I want to make that very clear that the things that you like the things that you are drawn to does not necessarily mean that you would like to fornicate with them. And that's something that's very important to note. Exactly. So I think, you know, we just all have to do a lot of retroactive (laughs) reconfiguring in our minds sometimes. For sure. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's get into the episode. Yes. So we have a special guest joining us this week from BuzzFeed UK, (laughs) Gina Moore Barrett. Yes. She's a writer and she also has a PhD in thirsting after cartoon animals. (laughs) I haven't even seen the whole of this film. I've just seen this one shot of this tiger and I'm like, damn, he's thick. He is so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Gina is a ridiculous soul and I love her dearly. Also this week, we have our Thirst Sommelier segment, which I know everybody loves and we're very into it this week. So stay tuned for that. Yes, let's get into it. Welcome to the show, friend of the show from a distance already, Gina Moore Barrett from BuzzFeed UK. And you have very strong feelings about what we are 
going to be discussing. Yes, I do. Yes, I really do. I love, love to thirst. Love it. Love it, babes. Love it. <laughs> okay, so Gina, you have gone on record writing about your thirst for cartoons, like in the BuzzFeed post entitled, Are These Disney Animal Characters Hot? Are You Just Really Weird? What is it about cartoons that appeals to you? Um, well, I just think that it is a skill to be able to make an animated figure sexy. Or a, hot. a skill. Yes. Okay, carry on. I was looking through all of the animals and a lot of them, the reason why they're like kind of hot and things like that, because I did a poll. So I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not just the only weird one. Sure. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of them, they like walk in a certain way, like Thomas O'Malley and Aristocats walks in a certain way, or um, Simba and Lion King walks in a certain way, uh, or their voices are like silky and like kind of, I don't know, they mirror the same kind of tendencies and characteristics that a hot human would have. Right, mm. right. So okay. Okay. that's why, you know, I've found some animated characters, human or not, to be somewhat... <laughs> <laughs> this is the safe space, yes. I assume. Yes, it's a uh, safe space. <laughs> uh, well, you assumed wrong. Yeah, no, I'm, I kidding. Know, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is very much a safe space. We've said some really awful things in here, so please, come in. <laughs> Carry on the tradition. Okay, I'm just saying, I'm just laying it on the table that we have the foundation for which we can possibly see okay. how animal cartoons could be sexy. Oh, God, Gina. Okay, so, okay. <clears throat> I feel like I'm going to regret this, but are there any other cats that specifically stand out to you? From Lion King 2. Uh-huh. Kovu. Yeah. Are either of you familiar with Kovu? I'm familiar. I'm familiar. familiar. I did not see Lion King 2. Okay. Kovu is, okay, picture... A grown Simba, but tall, dark, and handsome, but a lion. Um, <laughs> has a scar. I believe he scars some. So has a, like a scar, but it's like a sexy scar. Like he's been some places. Interesting. There's literally a scene with um, the the woman lion that he's like hanging out with. The woman lion. <laughs> wow. The, what is her name? The lioness. Yeah. The lion. Okay, just checking. Li- like I only care about Kovu, unfortunately. Like sorry to her. Um, but the, <laughs> the lioness who's stealing my man. Um, <laughs> he's like uh, they're like um, play play fighting, and he's like play oh, fighting. Wow. Just... So even lions do that shit. Yeah. Exactly. Play big head. Exactly. <laughs> he messed, he, if he was an adult, he would have messed her like you up. They would have like watch Netflix started play fighting and you know you're about to get oh. dicked down in like 10 minutes that's yeah. what Kofu's gonna do to you Anyway. I'm so fighting. upset. I'm so upset. Kofu would dick you down after like five minutes of watching Friends. That's what Kofu would do. Anyway. I so, love it. <laughs> there's a scene where they're play fighting. Hey, look. We are one. And he's like, oh, let's just run away together. Let's get out of here. We'll run away together and start a pride all our own. It, that's in a Disney. That I'm just saying. That's in a Disney <laughs> film. Mm, that's and a, I didn't that's re- some mature shit right exactly. there. Let's start grown. a pride of our own. And mm. she's like, oh, stop it, we can't, we can't. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, Kovu, God damn, you're hot. <laughs> Kovu's hot. 
you know what? I'm going to take Kovu under advisement. I will yeah? review the tapes and I'll get back to you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. What mm. is it about a good feline? Hmm. I think, you know, it's their rolling walk. You oh know, the shoulders. It is. Oh my God. It, it, you because, see it? Yeah, because no, buying it. She's no, buying listen, it. because in romance novels, they always talk about how the, uh, the you're hero right. You're right. walks like a panther. Like, like a he's cat. Got a big cat. A jungle see? cat. Yes. It's see? always some kind of something. Yeah, it's sinuous. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see you. Okay. Thank you. I, yes. Okay. I, I got it. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. has been already a very productive Thank conversation. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've mentioned the cats. You mentioned yes. uh, two cartoons there. I want to ask you, though, what was the first time that you saw an animated character and you went, well, that's nice? Um, I would say probably Robin Hood. Again, mm-hmm. kind of similar. He's a fox, so similar to the kind of cat tendencies. But just because it wasn't even necessarily because I was young when I first watched, watched Robin Hood, so it was nothing, nothing odd. But it was just more that as a character, he was he was nice. He was kind of cheeky. So hang on, you're talking about Robin Hood the fox from the 1973 film. Indeed. Okay, carry yes. on. Okay. Um, he was nice. He was cheeky. Um, Know, just really, would really look after you, you know. Like he was taken from the rich to give to the poor. He was mm. a good man, mm-hmm. a good, a good man. fox. Yeah. Oh yeah, not a man, a good <laughs> fox. <laughs> um, I just, I just want to state that for guys, the record, he was me. a fox. Again, just to reiterate, a safe space. I'm yes. feeling really yes. attacked and judged no right judgment. now. No, no, no judgment. Uh, <laughs> no attacks. No attacks. Um. Yeah, I just really, really, really liked that character. Um. And then revisiting that as an adult, I'm like, yeah. If this fox were to be an adult. Probably would fancy him. Yeah. I think mm. that Robin Hood is a fanciful character and I really don't think I'm alone in that. I don't think you are because I also fancied uh, Robin Hood the mm. fox. Um, I also, when I was a kid, I was really, really into uh, Top Cat mm. because I thought Top Cat was very rakish. You know, he wore a hat, he wore a waistcoat, mm. he was um, <laughs> clearly a cat about town. <laughs> he... <laughs> clearly, a, clearly a cat about town. Like... <laughs> What? He was he was a busy dude. He was, you know, making deals. He was kind of cha 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 down the street. Like he was he was a good cat. I What I, was he doing down the street? Cha cha cha. Yeah, that's what I want. So I thought Top Cat Top Cat was hot. I also thought because I'm a basic basic Starbucks drinking basic I thought Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid was a dreamboat. I think that's fair. I thought he was just Absolutely. In the words of Marilyn Monroe, he was creamy. Mm. I loved him. I thought he was just a pure, handsome delight, which is also very interesting because there was a photo taken of uh, the actor, Chris Evans, a few mm. years ago. And somebody, he was kind of smiling, at, at, smiling at whoever he was smiling at. And it was a very close up photo. And someone replied and said, oh, my God, look at his actual fucking Disney Prince face. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, Chris Evans in certain lights is absolutely Prince Eric. Mm-hmm. And that just made me feel even more affirmed because I was like, oh, clearly I have a type and it is pretty handsome dudes. So, yes. you know, mm. I'm very unique in that. I know lots of people don't fancy handsome dudes. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. But it's I do. Just really, it's just you. I mean, it's I just don't. you. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I have a type and it's basic as fuck. So, yeah, here I am. So this is interesting for me because 
I'm not really into cartoon animals, and I feel a little left out. Like I, this I, not... I mean, I'm only into Top Cat, so yeah. okay. Gina's Don't your person. Let's, let's not set me as like the standard. <laughs> like everybody is attracted to cartoon animals. No, you are actually the the probably the one number one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because my you know I'm a little older, so I remember this cartoon called Thundar the Barbarian, and mm. it was only like two seasons, and it was about this. Uh, the year was like three thousand nine hundred and ninety four, and specific. <laughs> and because like it, it was, it's the you know back then they had like really long cartoon intros, and so like you see back then like yeah nineteen forty five before the war back in my day <laughs> it was all cotton fields, and the cartoon intros were seven years long. <laughs> so what happened in in like 1994 because this came out in 1980 so Thundar the Barbarian was like in 1994 from out of space comes a runaway planet hurtling between the earth and the moon unleashing cosmic destruction 2000 years later the earth is reborn and Thundar was this slave savage person that broke free of whatever he pits his strength his courage and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil quick 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 question yeah the savage that he was he wasn't black was he no he was white with a little bowl haircut and uh-huh. uh he had Rock twist yeah, and he had like has <laughs> a slave, a pale slave. Yeah, he's a pale slave with a bow cut. But uh, yeah, so Thunder wore this kind of fur, what we would call a romper. Yeah, and and so he was know, a hottie. Yeah, you know, and he had this sun sword. It was a sword that you know made of light and shit. So that's yeah. what he said, right? Yeah. So you know, I was I was into it. That was the first cartoon I really liked. Mm, a bear was made of light. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> you, you don't apologize. No, don't apologize. Your eyes, your eyes tell a different story. Indeed, they you're do. You're not even don't a little apologetic. <laughs> nah, nah. You're proud. You're very proud of yourself, aren't you? Look at you. You're dancing. You're so proud. I'm actually really upset with you. Get the fuck out. Get out of the studio. How dare you? Oh, God. Let's move on then from the past and situate our, ourselves very firmly in the present. Mm-hmm. Which cartoon, which animated characters right now do you look at and kind of go... Mm. the one of the ones that came up that we all universally were like oh my god and we had like a real kind of melty moment for was a certain Mr. Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers okay so I love Bob how do you feel about Bob Nicole I love Bob like like, (laughs) he you know it's really just kind of like some daddy issues that I've got going on but tell us tell us he's such a good father so Mm. my favorite episode is um, Turkey in a Can it's one of the incredible Thanksgiving episodes that Bob's Burgers does. And he's keeps putting that's you know, he keeps putting the turkey for the holiday in the toilet. Yeah. Because he's sleepwalking and he's thinking that it's Tina when he is potty training Tina because he doesn't want her to grow up and he's like missing baby Tina and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that is the sweetest thing. I just feel like Bob would be a really good, strong presence in the household. He'd be a good you know, father, good husband, and uh-huh. he's, you know, the sex would be decent enough, you know, I wouldn't be mad at it. <laughs> well, so to me, Bob is someone who, he loves you deeply, mm-hmm. and you love him back, mm-hmm. and it's it's comfortable, but it's not boring. It's yeah, just great. like, I feel like it would be really comfortable, and then he would realize, hey, we're getting a little stale, let me go see what's popping, what's trending, right. what's, what's Cosmo talking about, <laughs> and he would go and, like, do something and find, like, yeah. I don't know, the grapefruit equivalent for a woman. Yes. I don't know. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. You know, and yeah. then he, yeah. he'd, he'd break come you back off. And recre- yeah. <laughs> he'd break you off. Wow. Yeah. 
let's move on to specifically Disney characters. Mm. Um, I feel like, Gina, because you're a little bit younger than both Nicole and I, mm. I feel like Disney had a big presence in your life growing up. Am I wrong? Uh, you are not wrong. It okay. is true. So, um. <laughs> so which Disney guy, and again, this is not necessarily about one species, which Disney, <laughs> which Disney... Keep shading me, Bim. Keep yeah. shading me. <laughs> which Disney equivalent of something you could fancy uh, do you fancy the most? Do you have like a, like a king of kings besides the fox from your childhood? Um, I think Shang is really hot. Shang from Mulan? Shang from Mulan. Mm, yeah. Let's get down to You can't see me, but I'm doing a little like grind in my chair. Yeah, I, she really is. Ooh, <laughs> it's a little just, bump and grind happening over here. Just, both of them, yeah, both of them, are like the shoulders the are going, shoulder shimmies, and the hips are moving. Yay. It's a lot of here. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. have not had anything to drink Nothing no alcohol at all. This is all three of us are me. drinking water yeah, just water <laughs> we clearly need it um <laughs> shag is hot first everyone's a little bit thirsty um shag is hot just I, but why what the, makes him hot the, I, I like the man bun mm. i do like mm. the man bun solid first solid. to ever do it also arguably. in real life though no not okay, okay. well hmm. it's okay we're talking about cartoons. Wait, wait, wait. No, actually, I feel like I would be into it in real life, which I don't actually want to admit. Own your truth. But let me own my truth oh, because yeah. I've owned a lot so far. So why yeah. not this too? Why not this? This if, is the least of your crimes in here. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> um, if I saw Shang in real life, yeah, I'd be into the man bun. I'm into just how he's hench. I yeah, like how big he is. He you is know? hench. Like yeah. he would, if he gave you a hug, you Can would you, feel. What exactly does hench mean for? Um, it's just like big, solid, solid yeah, hefty. My friend okay. calls it uh, like a barn door falling mm. on top of you. Mm. Big yeah. arms okay. that when yes. when it, when those arms embrace you, you feel secure. You feel like you're trapped, and you feel like you're kind of suffocating a bit, but in a good way, you know. Mm. That's how yeah. I would okay. feel if I was hugging. I Shang. have such an insight into who you are <laughs> as a person right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah, I think he's really good looking. Yeah, I think so too. And Love I think, a good bit of Shang. Right, and all right. Uh, Shang also has wonderful eyebrows, which is something I think yes. men don't think about because it's mm. such a it's such a feminized part of the face. Mm. Oddly enough, but a man with good eyebrows, I'm thinking Gregory Peck at the height yeah. of his powers, have mm. the most beautiful eyebrows, and Shang follows very firmly in Agreed. the Gregory mm. Peck mold. So I'm very here for Shang's eyebrows. Uh, Nicole, yeah. is there a Disney character that you love? <laughs> oh tell my us. gosh, oh, last... I'm so excited <laughs> I just, just want to tell all the listeners that the reason why Nicole is laughing is because she's about to commit a terrible crime. I'm so excited. Uh, but I'm excited to, for all of you to hear it because yeah. my eyes widened, my jaw dropped, and I haven't closed my mouth since. Take it away, Nicole. Take it away. So, I, you know, Disney was not a big part of my childhood, but I had this epiphany yesterday so I'm thinking about it. Epiphany, you know. Yeah. And Calling I, it a fancy name doesn't mean it's not disturbing. <laughs> but please, carry on. Tell us about your epiphany. I realized that I would fuck with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, my God. And I don't even really know Winnie the Pooh. Like, I don't have, like, memories of, like, watching or reading the books or something. But, you know, obviously it's part of cult- pop culture. And so, yeah. whatever. I've probably seen, like, a you know, some episode or something. I don't know. But sure. Winnie the Pooh... It's very enthusiastic, and Ed- I like that. Okay, mm. enthusiastic in what way, please? Paint, yeah. a, paint us yeah. a word picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
please. I really like the way he eats his honey. Jesus mm. Christ. It's gobbles just real honey. like. Gobbles it. He gobbles it. He puts it. his whole face in it, man. Oh, like, yes. I was looking on YouTube and, like, he'll put his whole arm in it and, mm. sm- you know, smear it all over his face and shit. I'm like, okay. I fuck with that. So every day I find that we stray further from God's life. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just want to make it clear that Winnie the Pooh is an adult. Yes. Yes, he is an adult. Right. Because yes. yeah. he's teaching. He's a children's character. Yes. yes. But he's an adult bear. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe just... I just said that. Oh, God. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I just feel like that's important because, I, you know, it's already fucking weird, right? right? Like, listen, he's an adult. He's an adult bear who wears a red top and no trousers. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it a it's wonderful very, time to like, be alive? You know, very sloppy. Yes, you know, he's messy. Yes, yes. It's just like he just wouldn't care. He no, would go all the because way he's in. like, you're the sweetest thing oh! in my life. Yes, I'm actually vomiting in my mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what Winnie would do. Like go Winnie, yes, go Winnie, yes! go Winnie, go, go. Ah, ah, get it, get it, get it, get it. No, Winnie, no, Winnie, get it, no, get it. Okay. no, no, no. <laughs> No, I'm putting my foot down. I hate you both so much. Do you know? And he's also like, okay, beyond that, though, mm-hmm. since he is, you know, teaching his little human Christopher boy. Christopher Robin. Thank you. Um, see, I don't even know the boy's name. <laughs> I'm just like, Winnie, <laughs> Pooh, where you at? That's how That's how it's so aggressive. Yo, Pooh. <laughs> Pooh, where you at? But, you know, he seems like, you know, he's a good caretaker outside yeah. of his honey-eating abilities. Oh, my Jesus. What is... But listen, as we've said, that's that's your truth. I mm-hmm, encourage you to mm-hmm. walk in your truth. Okay, let the sun really kind of hit you in the face because right. you need something to cleanse your I terrible, like, dirty like If souls. someone were to send me like a Winnie the Pooh bear or something, like nobody should touch it. Just, <laughs> just let it... Just, just let it sit in the... <laughs> in the <laughs> corner of my room. I... Yeah. And that was the podcast for this week. Good the fuck night. Gina. <laughs> Gina's crying. Gina's makeup is ruined. He's crying. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Oh, Winnie, why, Winnie, Winnie? Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, uh, sad to report that Gina sadly left this mortal coil. Shortly after lamenting Nicole's Winnie the Pooh preferences. I'm sorry, Gina. Oh, God. Listen, Gina is a total perv and a pure delight. And Love her. I mean, listen, you can find her on BuzzFeed.com, the website, and you can follow her on Twitter at SmileGina, and that's Gina spelled G E N A. You can also find her amazing lipstick game on Instagram at mm-hmm. PoutGina, mm-hmm. which is an amazing resource if you love lipsticks. Anyway, she's given us a lot of weird stuff to think about. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be thinking about that shit for a long time to come, I think. But we'll be back in a moment with more cartoon thirsting. Uh, get ready for Drabbles and another, another edition of Thirst Sommelier. All right, Bim, are we ready to read our drabbles for this week? As ready as I will ever be because this was a difficult week. It was. I think, you know, talking about cartoons and, you know, (laughs) it's a little uh, outside of my comfort level. Correct. I feel like there's a lot of things I can talk about and kind of riff off, but it's very difficult to literally look at an animated character and think to myself, all right, what sexy or faux sexy situation do I want to put myself into with a fucking cartoon? Right, right. It's 
odd, isn't it? It's a, it's yeah, strange. Because it's like one thing to say, oh, that cartoon is cute. <laughs> it's then, one thing for sure. <laughs> and then it's another one to be like, yeah, let me take you home, <laughs> poo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Winnie. Let's go. <laughs> That's going to be my new ringtone. Come on, Winnie. Let's go. I'm actually, I've vomited in my mouth six times in the writing of this and the recording of this. I am so, so embarrassed. I'm I'm actually, I've curled inwards on myself. So this travel is just, God. I mean, I don't, I think I, I think I blacked out when I wrote it because it was uncomfortable as hell. Mm. Well, let's hear what you've got, Ben. So this week, my travel is about uh, a certain Prince Eric. Oh. I'm hoping that if you have watched The Little Mermaid, you will have an idea of uh, some of the jokes that I have, uh, little inside jokes I've littered okay. throughout the story. Okay. It was a dog that did it. There isn't a Tinder profile that can't be improved upon by the addition of a dog. Max was an old English sheepdog. And once I saw him on the app, the swipe right was the only right decision to make. Plus, Eric, his human, was handsome, jet black hair and kind blue eyes and warm toned skin. After a series of texts in which we got to know one another slowly, I learned he liked French food and in stunning cliché, walks along the beach with his dog. He learned about my past as a singer. We agreed to meet. Central Park for coffee and a stroll because we both loved walking so much. And, he said, as a local, he wanted to show me, a foreigner, his part of the world. Eric was rich, I could tell, when we met up. He walked like a man in possession of a castle, a confident stride that showcased everything. He was dressed in an expensive-looking dark blue military-style peacoat, the white of his shirt in deep contrast to the olive of his neck. I didn't talk much, slightly overwhelmed by how pretty the overall package was in the flesh. We rented a boat and took it out on the water. His biceps moved beneath his shirt. At one point, while he was saying something about the pressures of his job, I couldn't help myself. I reached over and ran my fingers in the hair at the nape of his neck. He looked a little taken aback, so I leaned in close to reassure him. Shut up, I said, and kissed the girl. <laughs> do you see what i did there yes i see do what you, you see see what there. i did there thank you thank you thank you so who's yours about my drabble this week is voltron centric and it features prince lotor mm. who is the big bad guy in the uh voltron universe well, he's the son he's, of the big bad guy right he's the son of the big bad guy right um and he is obsessed with princess allura who she's yeah. the one in charge of the blue lion uh-huh. um and so voltron uh for those who i don't know maybe you're not familiar voltron is this huge robot that is formed when the five lions get together it's the black lion the blue lion the green lion the yellow lion and the red lion. Yes. And they all form this huge robot mm-hmm. that is the defender of the universe. After all that setup of who Prince Lotor is, yes. let's hear exactly what story you've, you've woven for us this week. This is so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prince Lotor's usual periwinkle blue face has gone full purple with rage. Voltron has defeated him again in his quest for Princess Allura. 
I've been trying to unite our kingdoms for ages, but all he sees is that little nothing in pink. He's so basic. She has mice following her around for crying out loud. Speaking of crying out loud, I couldn't help but gasp when I saw Voltron fully formed for the first time tonight. He's so big and powerful. His eyes shine so bright, and unlike Lotor, he never speaks. No five-minute monologues detailing his every thought. Voltron is the kind of ruler I need by my side, strong and silent and carries a big sword. (laughs) Who needs a whiny obsessive like Lotor when I could have Voltron, the ultimate protector, next to me? Lotor is a fool to want to control only Princess Allure when he could have the defender of the universe. This is why he always loses and why I, Princess Nicole, will reign supreme. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Prince Lotor, though, can I just say shout out to the throwback. I appreciate you Thank bringing you. some vintage fucking cartoons. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <sighs> wow. Prince Lotor. Yeah. He was one of my wrongest crushes. Yeah, because he's a bad guy. But, you know, yeah. he really sparked my love for the lean villain. You uh, know, the lean, long-haired, you know. Periwinkle skin. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, <laughs> he was Loki before Loki. Oh, my God. That is 100% accurate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Down to the dramatic fucking coats. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. This feels like a moment of breakthrough in therapy. <laughs> wow. And when I say Loki, obviously I mean Tom Hiddleston's Loki, not yes. the actual like Norse god. Right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, so the mm. the lean, long haired villain, mm, Prince mm, Lotor. Mm. That's fair. That's completely yeah. fair. Um, mm. So th- those were our two drabbles this week. Both very different in tone. Yes. Because this was a fucking ridiculous assignment to write about animated characters. It was definitely a challenge. We, yeah. We were able to do some creative work. But we were, I was going to say we rose to the challenge. Yeah. So please, by all means, having listened to both those horrible looks into our ids. Please, please, please uh, let us know. Uh, send us your favorites on Twitter. Let's find out. Oh, my God. Let's find out who you people uh, are reacting to. Prince Lotor and Voltron. Prince Eric, the Little Mermaid. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm a husk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no judgment. This is a, a judgment-free zone. But, you know, let us know which one you're feeling. And then also maybe send us a couple of your own uh, drabbles of that feature some cartoons that you kind of want to you kind of want to get with maybe i don't know it just sounds so nasty to say or like not in a good nasty way like not like a mm, you nasty but like a like a mm. oh that's that's dirty clean that up yeah <laughs> you clean that up you wipe that up right now i'm disgusted that's what it sounds like but listen as nicole said judgment free zone mm-hmm. we're all god's children mm-hmm. we're all deserving of love even if it's from a cartoon lover Absolutely. So <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> and um, you can t- tell us about this episode, how it, how it you know, made you feel. Um, uh-huh. Reach out to us at our Twitter handle, which is at ThirstAidKit. Our email address is ThirstAidKit at BuzzFeed.com. Let us know how you felt uh, and <laughs> if you have any cartoon lust that you have been holding on to. I'm going to go vomit for several minutes now. Okay, bye, guys. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of First Sommelier. Uh, this week, 
I'm going to stop. Okay, so this is what we do. We, Nicole and I, are, I guess, not even arguably, this is fact. We are first scholars. Yes, experts. Thank you. Um, thank you for using the E word. Sometimes you just think to yourself, do you know what? Let me mix it up a bit. It's been a while. I've been fancying the same person, you know, for, uh, I don't know, six weeks. That's too long. <laughs> and you want to mix it up. Well, guess what? We are here precisely for this service. We are first sommeliers and we take our job very, very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah. And this week we have uh, someone who's left us a message mm-hmm. wanting, needing a refresher um, from the usual wine selection that they've mm-hmm. been drinking for the last, right. you know, several years. And so we are here today to assist uh, one Eleanor, our lovely, lovely producer, Eleanor Kagan, um, who has something of a dilemma. So let's listen to her, her voicemail message. Hey, Ben and Nicole, this is Eleanor, your producer, um, and I have a really important thirst sommelier question that I think you can help me with, and it has to do with the first crush that I ever had. When I was five years old, I was deeply head over heels, totally in love with Kit, the child bear from the TV show Tailspin. Um, He was a bear cub that had a backwards hat on. I haven't thought about the show in years, but I'm pretty sure he was the sidekick of Baloo, and they flew airplanes. I think I loved him because he was really cute, and he had a sense of adventure, and I'm pretty sure he knew how to fly a plane. And when you're five, the idea of loving someone who knows how to fly a plane is like the most exciting thing in the world. So uh, I was deeply in love with him, um, But as a five-year-old, and now that I am an adult human, uh, I was hoping that you could recommend some adult bears that I could transfer that love to. Thanks. Bye. How (laughs) delightful was that? I love every minute. (laughs) It's the most adorable thing. Now that I'm an adult woman, I'd like to crush on some adult bears. (laughs) Yes. So, Bim, do you have any suggestions? Who, who, what child, what adult bear do you <laughs> oh have to recommend to Eleanor? What adult bear do I have to recommend? You know what? I'm glad you asked that question. I've, I've given this a good amount of thought, and it seems to me that there is one super obvious adult bear, adult bear even, that I think would suit Eleanor in terms of what she's looking for. You know, mm-hmm. Kit with his sense of adventure, Kit with... You know, a dude who can fly a plane. You know, he's mm-hmm. multi-talented. He's, he's, he's cheeky. He's cute. I think the only true option for Eleanor in this particular quest is Baloo the bear from the Jungle Book. Now, mm. of course, Baloo um, existed in the universe of uh, Tailspin. Mm-hmm. In fact, I believe the story was about Baloo and Kit was very much the psychic, as Eleanor pointed out in her voicemail. So I feel like Baloo is very much the aspirational bear that even Kit would aspire to be. So what better way to continue in fancying in this universe than to kind of set your sights slightly higher on the slightly larger, well, not even slightly, quite, you know, by a, a large degree, larger bear, also in the cockpit. <laughs> I said, a I, filthy word. Well, I, well cockpit or bear? with your accent. It's just like... <laughs> well, in the cockpit. <laughs> the pit of the cock. Um, 
<laughs> Please do go on. Of course. So as I was saying about Baloo being in the cockpit. <laughs> here's the thing. I have strong feelings for Baloo because I watched The Jungle Book when I was at an impressionable age. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, who the fuck is that fun-loving bear? Because I want to hang out with him. Fun-loving bear. He's a fun-loving bear. I want someone bear. to put that in their Twitter bio. Or even their <laughs> dating bio. Can somebody that's, do that? That's the challenge. If I, The day I see someone on Tinder with the bio, fun-loving bear, I'm swiping right faster than you can even blink. <laughs> I'm just just putting that out there for any would-be listeners who also want to date me. Anyways, my sommelier advice Mm -hmm. for young Miss Eleanor Mm -hmm. is go with Baloo. You know, when it comes to the bare necessities of life, Baloo (laughs) has you covered. I can't believe you went there. I think you can, and I think you approve, because your (laughs) chuckle tells me all I need to know. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that's my full answer. I think Baloo is the obvious, yes, obvious, and Mm -hmm. yet somehow utterly fitting for Eleanor. Who who did you, uh, kind of like, again, going through your own mental Rolodex, who who came up for you as, ah, that's the bear for her? So I have two quick suggestions. Um, Mm. Yogi Bear. Mm. Right, but wait. But wait, so <laughs> I feel like Yogi is still that, you know, adventurous. He's got that adventurous thing happening with him because, you know, he's always looking for a picnic basket to steal. That's not an adventure, though. That's it's, that's it's, a thief. He is a thief. <laughs> but, you know, he's going to, like, make it fun to be a thief, right? And then... <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? He's very mischievous, right? Mischievous? It, no, that's not what thieves yeah. are. They're criminals. No. Mischievous criminals. Yes, but there's always, the you know, the little, like, guy that you know he's a bad boy and you can't help but yeah criminals tend to be bad boys yeah you know he's got a little something but i will say that he probably you know yogi bear is kind of a mansplainer right and he's annoying and he you know and then after a while do you really want to be with somebody who's like 50 years old and still trying to like (laughs) run up on folks and steal their picnic baskets so he might not be the most stable partner Uh as you get further into adulthood Right. So my second suggestion is Smokey the Bear, right? Mm. And I feel like that's what Kit will become because, you know, Kit, all these adventures, he's seen some shit. And maybe he's just <laughs> like, you know what? I need to calm down. Wait, he's and, seen some shit. Yes. Smokey the Bear looking with like a fucking thousand yards there. <laughs> yes. I've seen some fire. I've yes. seen some fires, man. I have seen my woodland creatures burn. <laughs> I feel... <laughs> vision of smoking the bear at a bar slamming down his shot glass another yes exactly (laughs) so i feel and you know but he's turned that to being you know civic minded smoky you know because he's all about trying to make sure other people don't see the shit that he's seen right and you know he's the nice little teacher he comes around so again he's also good with kids in the way that you mentioned baloo would be so smoky the bear is good with kids because he's like you know don't mess with those snatches but i don't know i don't know why you wow. did that voice i think you do know why i think you're saying you find him sexually attractive i, I think you want to sleep with a bear no no <laughs> not smoky but i do think you know smoky has seen some things in those woods and yes. that's why he's out there trying to tell people to make sure you put your campfire out some shit has gone down around here that's <laughs> So, Are we Eleanor, seeking help for Smokey? I feel so concerned for him well, and his well-being. Well, maybe because okay. Eleanor is a good person. She right? is. She's and the best. And I feel like they would complement each other very oh, well. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I think they're both, uh, you know, good people who are looking out for others and trying to make sure that they spread the wealth of their knowledge and things like that. So Smokey and Eleanor, bam, boom, that's it. <laughs> 
Do you think we've answered Eleanor's query? I think we have. Yeah. Shout out I to us. Yeah. I don't think there's we have any other bears. I don't have any <laughs> other bears. I, I hope that Eleanor, <laughs> I hope that uh, we've answered your questions satisfactorily and that you can uh, transfer your crush from this child bear kit <laughs> to one of the suggestions that we've offered you. For the adult bear yes. uh, section of your life. So if you need some help transferring your crush to another thirst object mm, i love transferring yes. that's a good word so if you dear listener <laughs> need some help transferring your crush from uh, one thirst object to another please call us and leave a message at 765-8-THIRST that's 765-884-4778 that is an american number but if you are located outside of the country please give us um, send us an email at thirstatekit at buzzfeed.com Thursday Kit is produced by Eleanor Kagan, Julia Furlan, Agaranesh Ashagre, with additional editing by Meg Kramer. Our music is by Tanya Morgan, and you can find us on Twitter at Bimadew, that's B-I-M-A-D-E-W, and T-N Whiskey Woman, whiskey with an E, woman. Thank you so much for listening, and please do us a huge favor. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. It'll help other people discover it, and we always just love to hear what you think about the show and what we're doing and how the season is going so far. So leave us those reviews. You can also email us at thirstaykit at buzzfeed.com. And remember, there are other other places where you can find us we've mentioned twitter we've mentioned the email and you can also find us on tumblr we're at thirstaidkitspodcast.tumblr.com because listen the internet is limitless and so is your thirsting so let it live on tumblr also as well come find us so please stay tuned and uh, stay thirsty out there kids now don't get me wrong tarzan as a concept racist as fuck yeah clearly right. yeah on the other hand could get it. Yes. Yeah.